0: Around the Office, Season 4, brought to you by Serenity by Jan, a candle for every occasion, especially if you need it for the vigil for a missing child. Serenity by Jan, just burn it. Welcome to another episode of Around the Office. We are talking about season four in this episode. So we will be doing this a little different from the first three episodes. We are going to do our categories very quickly, but we are going to talk about one episode in particular for, I would say, half the episode. So we hope you enjoy. Now, I have to apologize ahead of time for some of the audio quality that me and Ashley had. We were trying to do something else because our setup before just wasn't working, so we tried this sorry if our audio is a little low and you have to crank it up we are going to get this figured out eventually maybe by the end of the series we'll see but we hope you enjoy season four because we enjoyed talking about it Right, here we go with season four. I'm joined again by Mike, Mariah, and Ashley. How is everyone doing tonight?
1: Mikey Shumes is great. Momo Shumes is above average.
2: <laughs> yeah, that sounds right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Ashley Meadow Shooms.
2: I think she sound like a sister wife. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know what you were going for there, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't think about that all the way through in, before I instant regret. <laughs> tried to play off your uh, fancy name calling. But anyways, we are talking about Season 4, which I think is mostly going to be one episode heavy in this discussion today, thanks to one uh, Momo Shumes, This episode is really in dedication to her. So, Aww. I do want to spend most of the time talking about our favorite episode. I don't know if we should spoil it now or wait, but it's the dinner party episode. That uh, was spoiled. He, he made the decision really quick. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want anybody sitting around waiting, you know, just might as well go ahead and tell it, reveal it. Um,
1: yeah, you don't want them, like, fast-forwarding past all the advertisements. Right.
0: Our fine listeners.
3: yeah four of them are on this podcast
0: (laughs) (laughs) but in this season ryan is in corporate he broke up with kelly jim and pam are finally together they try to pretend that they're not for one episode karen is in utica of course andy and angela start dating this season toby leaves for costa rica Dwight and Angela start having an affair, which we find out at the end of the season. And we get the introduction to Holly Flax. Mike, how much story is moved along in this season for the rest of the series?
1: I mean, it's an impressive amount, especially considering the fact that there's only, what, 11 or 12 episodes. So to have a short season and have so much context, I enjoy
0: that. Yeah, it was a shortened season because it was, uh, I believe, a writer's strike was going on during this time, so we only got, I think it was 14 episodes, right, Ashley? Is that what you said?
3: Yeah, it's 14.
0: But, Mo, what kind of episodes besides Dinner Party, is there other episodes from this season that stick out for you?
2: I enjoy The Deposition. Um, and Goodbye, Toby. Those are two strong ones for me, apart from the dinner party episode.
0: I'm obsessed with The Deposition. I absolutely love that one. It's secretly one of the best episodes for me in the entire series. The only problem with The Deposition for me is I hate the ping-pong subplot that they have.
2: That Yes, I I, I was just going to say that. I do
0: not like that part at all. If I would have just had, Mm -hmm. you know, 24 minutes of just Michael and Jan you know, him being, uh, whatever, I guess, deposed, I guess deposed. I should say. That is what I would look for. That would have made that episode perfect for me.
2: Yeah, I think that's part of why I enjoy dinner parties so much. You're focused only on one thing. So all of the content, all of the humor is directed on this one plot line. Because you're right, that is definitely the superior plot line of, of the deposition. Is The actual deposition, the ping pong is... Really, really bad.
0: It's pretty terrible. I don't like the trash talking, and the trash talking yes. is pretty terrible. Yes! I, mean, <laughs> I don't talk trash, I talk smack. It's happening right there. <laughs> it's just so lame. I'm sorry, there's nothing entertaining about it for me. Like, even at the end, Daryl and Jim are just annoyed and just like, you want to yeah. go play ping pong up top? Like, sure. So, besides that, great episode, I don't want to talk a ton about episodes, because I do want to focus a lot on Dinner Party, but Mike, with starting the season out, can you start out with a stronger start than with Michael hitting Meredith with his car? <laughs> That's,
1: I was going to say that we're completely glossing over an absolute banger of a season premiere. Fun Run, super-sized episode, it just runs the... It's another one... And we'll get next season to my personal favorite episode, which is Stress Relief. But this is another one where you forget it's like a mega episode because there's so much that happens. It feels like it should be two or three separate episodes.
2: Everyone inside the car was fine, Stanley. <laughs> I've used that line recently That's on about personal, my personal
1: uh, belief for driving. <laughs> what? Every time I make fun of her, well, I survived.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, everything that happens in that episode, you get obviously he hits me out of the car. Pam crashes the system for everybody because she downloaded That's porn. Right. That's right. Dwight kills Angela's cat. They have a meeting room about their religious beliefs. Phyllis's, Phyllis does a rabie's quilt. Pam sees Michael's <laughs> penis. Yes. Kevin running in work clothes, and Andy's bleeding nipples. This isn't one episode. This is the beginning to season four.
1: And the stripper who finally became a nurse, she got her nurse degree. <laughs> she crazy.
0: went back and got her degree. How great. It's <laughs> yeah. good for her. <laughs> Ashley, if thoughts from this episode, what is your favorite part of it?
3: I actually feel like that's the best episode of the whole season to me.
0: Oh.
2: Personally.
3: Hot mm. take. Yeah. I. It's just got a lot going for it, and it's actually funny. I think a lot of the rest of the season... You have funny moments, but not as much strong content for the whole season.
0: Mm, just is that just because it was shortened because of the writer's strike, and they tried to pack it in up front, or?
3: Well, I I feel like they spend a lot of time in season four moving the storyline along, which is important. Um, like you meet a lot, you meet Holly, which always makes me sad because it's like the beginning of the end for me, but. Um, it's just, it's not as funny to me. There's a lot of episodes in this season for it to be such a short season that I don't like. But I will say they have a bunch of my favorite cold openers in this season. So it's kind of a mix. Like the cold opener, hilarious. Then the rest of the episode, don't like it near as much.
0: Mm, that's a good point. So it saves it for you a little bit to have these little tiny jokes mm-hmm. instead of 24 or 23 episodes of just a lot of content. Yeah. So you got funny opening stuff instead of the length of a full season. I get that. I, I'm kind of hit or miss on this season too. I don't know how y'all feel about that, Mike and Mariah overall. But there is like little things I like because, like, I love the deposition dinner party is obviously top one or two for me, and I really like the episode. Well, obviously, fun runs awesome too. But I really like the episode where Jim and Pam stay at Dwight's bed and breakfast.
2: Yes. That is a, that's a
0: big time episode for me because I believe it's the introduction to Moes, isn't it?
3: No, you meet him with uh Ryan when he's training.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, right. That's, that's right, I forget about called. that.
0: But that but, whole But that
1: was like a glimpse. This is like Moe's is involved in the story some. That's yes. true. You
3: see how weird he is finally, for real.
0: Yeah. I mean, he starts just running beside the car and he's in the outhouse, you know, and Dwight says that they were now wireless, and when they find all the wires that Moe's hid, they'll be get those back online. Like, It's just a great... Like Moe's is just a great character throughout this whole season. Mike, I don't know if I heard a couple episodes that you preferred, or is this kind of like what Ashley said for you, like a kind of up-and-down Rocky season because of the writer's strike, or is it just solid all the way around for you?
1: I think it's a really solid season, Uh, it does have its slower moments, but, I mean, Dinner Party, even though I I don't like how much of a following it has, like, I don't know, I'm just not as big of a fan of it, I mean, that's still a great episode, Fun Run's great, the season ending with Ryan, getting arrested is a hilarious note. Yes. (laughs) Yeah.
3: I think Um, that the Dinner Party bloopers are better than the actual episode.
0: Oh. I do, I'm glad you said that because the bloopers for this episode, we always watch them after we watch a season. And the bloopers from this, epi- uh, this whole season are fantastic. Like, they're hilarious bloopers. But I don't I agree am. with that the bloopers are better than the actual episode. I'm sorry. Yeah. There's just too much going on in Dinner Party. Little kind of nuances that we'll talk about here shortly. I know you're getting excited, Ryan. I'm just trying to build this <laughs> up for you. No,
2: I appreciate it. You
0: can't let America down now when we get to this.
2: (laughs) I appreciate the support, though, because I'm clearly not getting it from either of our spouses.
0: (laughs) Me and Mariah, always on the wavelength when we talk about the office (laughs) here. We know true comedy. What are you going to say, Ashley?
3: I have... Another thing about this uh, season is that actually my least favorite gym season.
0: Oh, okay. How so?
3: I think he acts... The worst in this season he has a lot of like annoying things like he forgets hank's name he is uh, like he crashes the finer things club that always annoyed me and then he he must oh, be in yeah. the club so bad and then he just acts like a complete idiot once he gets in there and that always really bothered me and then sharing the birthdays with everybody don't like that he just like mm. tries to be the better boss, and he takes away like the one good thing about having a birthday at work, which is your own cake, and he ruins it. <laughs> so.
0: yeah, i glad you brought that up, because there is a small moment from that episode, like when Michael comes back from his Survivor Man, quote unquote. Great line, however, is when Mike says he tinted his pants, that's a great line. But uh, when he comes back, you know, he's wearing Battlestar Galactica sweatsuit, it's a one piece <laughs> sweatsuit, basically. And he asked Jim what he missed, and Jim tells him, he's like, oh, I messed that up, too. You know, that's a rookie mistake. And uh, he said something about, I don't plan on being here long term, and Mike's like, well, that's what I thought, too. And then Jim has that kind of realization, like, oh, crap, is this the rest of my life kind of thing?
3: (laughs) It feels sort of like he's checked out now that he has Pam, maybe. Because, like, he's in a position of leadership, and he spends a lot of time goofing around I don't know. He's also
0: threatened by Ryan with his job for most of the season, too. Yeah. So it's kind of like the realization, like, going back to that moment with Michael, I remember when I first watched it, it kind of put that thing in my mind that maybe Jim, like, gets tired of being at the office and either tries to get him and Pam to leave or, like, I thought it was potential for, like, them to break up. I don't know if y'all felt that way at all watching that show, but when I first watched it and they show that scene with him and Michael and Jim has that realization, like, oh, crap. Like, maybe I will be here for a long time. I can't do this. That he was going to, like, break up and pay him and, like, move away and try to start his own thing. That, like, it felt like a for sure, plot line for me, because it kind of felt like there would be, like, this redemption arc. You know, he leaves for a little while, kind of like Andy, then comes back, and him and Pam get together. I mean, Mariah, would that have been a potentially interesting kind of break from what that we saw actually unfold, destroyed. where he actually leaves and kind of comes back? Or do you think that's just kind of a far-fetched thing?
2: Well, so he, first, I want to say, I think it would have completely destroyed... um the the show but because we have enough on again off again relationships happening right we've got jim i'm sorry jan and michael we've got angela and dwight um and then more continue to develop later on i think that would have just been a a idea we need one constant um good thing in the show but uh i i feel like we have a few examples of jim leaving so first he leaves to go to that other brand, Stanford, thank you. Um, and comes back and then he leaves to go start, um, athlete, athlete,
0: athlete. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, and then he comes back and then they leave again, but that's sort of where the show ends is with them all collectively, or at least Jim and Pam collectively leaving. Um, and I feel like if they had had done that and, Risk jim and pam's relationship this early on it sort of would have destroyed and undermined the entire romance of their relationship so everything that he put in the whole pining thank you all the pining that he did and waiting for her um would have just felt more obsessive rather than romantic Mm. at that point
0: that's a good point okay i just i just remember feeling like that initially when i first saw that scene it's like oh this could happen this way but you're right, it wouldn't have made sense, and he would it would have been like his, you know, second time leaving again, and probably would have annoyed uh, fans, you know, and probably if we're in season four, if Jim leaves, uh, probably it would probably pissed off a lot of fans, like if he's yeah. gone for a half a season, you know, kind of like they did with Dwight, except it was just an episode, and he was back. So, yeah, any other thoughts before we do quotes? Because trying to move along so we can get to dinner party here. Any other final things about this season, or background-wise?
3: You do have some foreshadowing. That's funny because when Michael wants everyone to write down
0: dates, Jim writes down Pam's mom. Oh, yep. We do get that foreshadowing. I've always thought that was funny. Mike, Brian, anything else from this season?
1: uh i'm kind of i'm looking through my section here there's some good stuff but nothing i think that really merits stopping the taking away from
0: mariah's dinner party fun (laughs) okay (laughs) let's do some quotes i don't know if you have a lot i actually only have a handful from the season it's not a super quotable season to me at least for one-liners i think it's more like situational things yeah. That were funny. Um, but like a one-liner that I had that Dwight said is, he says, the eyes are the groin of the head. It's <laughs> a good quote to me. Michael obviously has that really popular, I'm not very superstitious, but I am a little stitious. I have that on a shirt You do have that on t-shirt. forget about that.
2: Wasn't that didn't a football player say that during an interview and the announcer or the whoever he was talking to did yeah. not
1: Eli Manning said it in a, a pre-game interview before the Super Bowl. Was it? And I think it was Al Michaels joking? was like Eli was, was being dumb, but the announcer didn't know the reference. And so he said it like with just with all the gravitas in the world. <laughs> Eli Manning, who is a little stitious <laughs>
0: So Al Al Michaels was probably off camera like, "Uh, someone fact check this. I need to know. (laughs) What is this? this? I don't know what this means. Uh, Any quotes from you guys? I declare (laughs) bankruptcy! Yes. I didn't say it. I declared it.
1: (laughs) Uh,
0: Ashley, any quotes?
3: Um, one I really like is when they are, uh, the same episode, chair model, they're getting the five families together, or the, whatever, is that what they
0: call Yeah, them? I think they call them the yeah. four or five, yeah.
3: Um, but they're asking Michael for help, and he says, I wish I could, but I can't. Well, can, but I won't. Should maybe, but short. I thought <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> so.
0: Short. Brian, do you have a quote?
2: Bankruptcy is definitely one of my favorites and superstitious. But my third would be, you expect to get screwed by your company. You never ex- expect to get screwed by your girlfriend. Because the way he delivers that is <laughs> it's its peak.
0: And <laughs> it's a great line. I do like, uh, Dwight has a pretty solid season, just for quotable stuff. But uh, he says, it's better be hurt by someone you know accidentally than by a stranger on purpose. And I think that's a fantastic line. Another one I like from Michael is a little side thing. He says that, yeah, I'm trying to lure these kids into my booth, but kids are very wary today. Thank you, Dateline.
2: Uh, I feel like that pairs so well with his little kid lover username that he creates.
0: Oh, it's fantastic. Anybody else have any final quotes before we move on to the entree? so to speak, of this episode.
1: I'm good. I'm good. I cannot stop Mariah. Uh, Ashley?
0: Nothing <laughs> else. Okay, let's take a break for our sponsor real quick, and then we'll get back to it. Oh, wait, we I don't have one. Let's get minutes, into it. Completely- Dinner party! Mariah! Take it away! the podcast is yours.
2: So as a slight recap, which is how you started off to follow your lead, um, Michael pretends to have an overtime assignment for the office. And then once he confirms that Jim and Pam have no plans because they had to be there for work, he calls into corporate, um, outraged that they have to do this comes out, says he just got off the horn with corporate and they're all free to go and then asks them if they want to come over for dinner, but before Jim can say no, he tells them you've just said you don't have any plans for tonight. So they show up and it's a disaster of comedic proportions. Um, (laughs) Dwight crashes with his much older babysitter lover. Um,
0: Purely carnal.
2: Yes, and that's all you need to know. (laughs) And Dwight and Angela are incredibly uncomfortable, but not quite as uncomfortable as Jim and Pam. I'm sorry, not Jim and Pam. um, Michael and Jan, who completely dissolved their relationship in this one episode. Uh, A Dundee gets destroyed. Michael's flat-screen TV that he's so proud of gets destroyed. Uh, But (laughs) the most important thing... Is that we learn without a doubt that Jan had sex with her assistant Hunter yes. because he wrote, he wrote her so a love song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And babe, that's the whole all you need to know about this episode. Not all you need to know, but I really a just wanted to
1: throw. Is what he wrote. He wrote
2: a masterpiece. A masterpiece. That one night. That, that one night. Made <laughs> me a man.
3: Oh, croon, baby. <laughs> One night! One night!
2: I forgot, we also learned that uh, Jan is under the impression that Pam and Michael are former lovers, Yes. and potentially has poisoned their food because of it. <laughs> um, and Michael dips his uh, steak into his wine because he has soft teeth.
0: <laughs> and he ran through the sliding glass door because he had an ice cream truck.
2: because the glass was finally clean enough there's so
3: much going on in that episode you forget that part but that's hilarious it's like very true to his character
0: what I noticed because in preparation for this me and Ashley watched this episode probably three times I finally picked up on the Serenity by Jane Candles are everywhere (laughs) in the house and in every scene I swear there's probably 50-plus candles lit in That's that normal. little tiny condo. Every scene has at least four visible. <laughs> and, like, when they're sitting at the dinner table, she even has, like, the middle candle thing, all of them lit. That's, like, eight. There's, like, four of them behind Jim and Pam. There's, like, one on the opposite corner. It's like, two behind uh, Jan. I mean, it was just how none of them, like, just radiate bonfire scent for months is puzzling to me. But I had never noticed that. Like, I had never picked up on that till the other day when we watched it again for the third time in a row. I was like, oh wait, there's an excessive amount of candles in this episode. (laughs) Made no sense to me, but I absolutely loved it. I Like you said, Mariah, I think one of my favorite things, and this is a great blooper, This episode, the whole blooper reel from this episode is great. The plasma screen TV thing, you have to go up, look at the bloopers for that because they cannot keep it together. And apparently (laughs) with commentary stuff about the episode, they had an impossible time not breaking through almost every scene of this episode. And you can see it and especially the scene in the bloopers they kept in they cannot stop laughing about the plasma screen when he's, Michael's pushing it into the wall <laughs> and you just cannot help but die laughing with them about it and so this is a huge go look at the bloopers for this episode scene because it's it's phenomenal but I mean other little things Ash like what's dinner party what else stands out to you
3: oh, I think it's funny that Michael and Jan both hug Jim when they come in the (laughs) door. I noticed that for the first time today and found that pretty funny. And I like that Dwight shows up with his own wine glasses and his own dinner, just to feel included. got to give that man some credit for the
0: work that he did. I do have to give him credit how massive his wine glass is. Wine glass? And how full it is. Not just him, the lady he brought with Dang. him, his babysitter. They both have humongously full glasses of water. That's wine. A
2: Mariah Poor.
0: That's like gobblers. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, I appreciate the foreshadowing that we get a little bit of as soon as everybody walks into the bedroom, um, Jan takes down the camera. And later we learn that they film having sex and then play it back to his, to her therapist. <sighs> I think you got like, it backwards. Too, is, is that funny? Oh, God, that's awful. The walls I think are, we hear
0: about that first. The walls were too <laughs> white. Were like, really? So she made them eggshell white. <laughs> oh,
1: as you wear your Sharon Williams shirt, that, that whole scene just pained me.
0: <laughs> I do like that they're calling each other Babe the whole episode.
3: All the time. Sometimes
0: me and Brian will do that just as a joke. Hey, Babe. I don't care, Babe. What do you want, Babe? Which that kind of thing, like Sonny and Cher. I do think what's also interesting in this episode is that apparently through this whole season, Angela was actually pregnant, and oh, yeah. you can tell through every scene throughout most of the actual season, especially in this episode, they're trying to hide it. Like she, hmm. like when she first comes into the uh, condo, you just see her head. Like she's hidden behind that little, um, half, wall. little nice. half wall or whatever. And you see that throughout the episode. So she's actually very pregnant in this episode. Like about to pop pregnant. Wow. And it's noticeable. Like it sticks out when you're looking for it. That leads me to Michael's reaction to tasting the wine... Has anyone ever had a description for a drink as that? Michael, have you personally?
1: <laughs> I've heard it every time Mariah's drank wine ever since she saw that episode.
0: <laughs> Give us the line, Mariah. I can't.
1: <laughs> I have watched her like, shh, 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 shh. it's about to happen. You have seen this. <laughs> like, a lot.
2: I have actually use that, too. And it's really great for the people who get it. But it's so uncomfortable yeah. to say, hmm, sort of an oaky afterbirth. <laughs> That's how all Office references are, though. Like, the people who get them, it's hilarious.
0: And then people who don't, they're like... What is wrong with you? (laughs) Most people who don't have the reaction that Jim has in the episode where he's like, I'm sorry, what? Excuse me, what was that?
2: (laughs) I love how engaged but like detached Jim is in everything. In that, in um, uh, Jan dancing with him, and then especially whenever they're playing, is it, it's not charades. Yeah, it's It's, charades. Is that charades? I think. I've never played charades before.
1: They're bad at it.
2: Yes. But what, I love I love the wow, um kidding.
0: <laughs> rhymes with Parnold Schwarzenegger. Is that really a rhyme? No, it rhymes with. His his name first name is Tom, and he goes on a cruise, a Caribbean cruise. Oh, Dawson's Creek. <laughs> no, but he's married oh, there. He's married, <laughs> 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 and then what's the next one he says? I can't remember what uh. The next person Um, you're supposed to describe. His first name is... Oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Tom Cruise. (laughs) No! Does anybody watch the news? No, anybody read the newspaper? (laughs) The charades is fantastic. We have not... We have gone, what, ten minutes on this? And we have not mentioned Michael's vasectomies? How have are we just saving that for last, or
1: <laughs> just getting lost in the moment?
2: Yeah, there's just so much
3: that happened. Obviously, he gets rehearsed again. Yes. Because they had
0: yeah. Holly. Well, I I start I don't know why I start thinking about it. Maybe it's because I'm just weird like that. But they're not together very long, right? Like at least living together. I would assume that they didn't start having these discussions about children until she moved in. So she's been with him, what, I don't know, six months, maybe? A couple of maybe? months,
2: enough to rack up a lot of credit card debt.
0: That, and to have three vasectomy surgeries?
2: <laughs> Which, that I would imagine, is not covered under your insurance, and is also not cheap.
0: So, if we're guessing, based on the length of their relationship when she moved in... And he had three of them that we know of, right? Or four of them? Let's see. I think it's three of them, right? Or four? I think
2: it's three.
0: Three? I mean, well, that's it's like... has gotta be... That's like every two months like of their relationship, reversed, Mike reversed was back. going back in, punching that punch card.
2: I'm sure he was well, a have... free
0: one, that's why he got it reversed. <laughs> so him and Holly could have children, but... I mean, that's just such a great line. That we have forgot about that already. I also yeah. do want to mention, Jan's acting, like the actor is Melora Harden. Her acting in this episode is just out of this world. Like, she is phenomenal in this episode. Kind of playing Go that. Ahead. She's like a manic like, crazy person, but, you know, she still has her head on her shoulders, but she's just, like, in this situation, this world now, to where it's kind of, like, taken over her personality, and she just, like, her, like, true self is trying to break through, but she's trying to keep it in, and it just, like, explodes at the end, you know, when they start yelling at each other and all that stuff. Mike, I, I don't know how you haven't mentioned one of the best that's what she said.
1: That was one of the things on my list, was this is probably... It's probably the funniest, it's my second favorite, because the finale, that's what she said, is the best, that's what she said of all time. I agree. But this is the funniest one in the whole series. The build-up, the just peak volume delivery, like, easily one of the best, that's what she said, of all time.
0: Do you remember the actual back and forth that leads up to it?
1: Oh, yes. Oh, I'd love to burn your candles. If you burn it, you bought it. Great! I'll be your first customer! You're hardly my first... (laughs) (laughs) A phenomenal
0: exchange. (laughs) Uh, Mariah, did you have any thoughts about Jan's actual character through that episode? Uh, With how well she plays that character?
2: Yeah, Steve and Melora go head-to-head and just don't back down so beautifully... That it really it, it's it's believable too. They're they're just constant. Like one will will say something and the other just says something back in response, just like what we just said with the candles. Um, but Jan is just bat crazy. I think and unmedicated when she really probably needs to be. What I say about <laughs> the bleep button? <laughs> and, and I think that it becomes very evident in this in this uh, episode. Also. I don't know who invites people over for dinner and then tells them that they have to wait four hours because the (laughs) atebuhu needs to graze.
0: Well, who has everything else ready except (laughs) the main entree meat? And, like, yeah, I just started that. Everything else is ready. What? Like. (laughs) It's like they did it
3: in reverse because usually you eat and then you hang out. Yes. We're going to trap them here and make them hang out with us by not having anything to eat. That's. It was like a plan
0: by them. Mike, would you have ever owned that uh, bar sign and hung it in your bachelor pad?
1: I would be willing to own a neon sign. I don't know about that particular bar sign. So you would have but had would that. Die. Do you have
0: one in the closet right now that we don't know about?
1: I wish. I would hang it up, though.
0: <laughs> Where? It,
1: it wouldn't be in the closet. It would be out. Where would you
2: hang it up? <laughs> right
1: next Where? to the TV.
2: No. She we said literally where. don't even have the wall space for that one. All Try I need is
0: a hook. Does Once it tie the there. room together, though? If
1: it's <laughs> it got would. that
2: blue light. It definitely would.
1: I would design my room around that bad boy. <laughs> is
2: that why our couch is blue?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Can we appreciate Hunter's band being called The Hunted? Do you think that's I mean, a very on-the-nose description of his band that he had, you know, an affair with his much older boss. And he was hunted by a cougar. And he was hunted by a cougar, and his band Hunter's name was name The Hunted? Is that I very on the nose? That. Or is I it because it's named Hunter?
2: I would assume was Hunter? Yeah,
0: I would assume that too. I think but it's I actually because that. she was like a cougar. Like, she hunted after him. That's what I well, thought, anyways
2: spoiler this isn't the last time she does that either we have that's true yeah Yep. i forget which one plopper
0: fart or or dwight jr (laughs) that's right plop taking dumps man uh (laughs) anything else mariah what else about this episode god uh (laughs) i have a thing
1: that i know mariah has to love and she just hasn't mentioned it okay the way that Pam foils Jim from trying to leave.
2: Yes. I could
1: just see Mariah loving everything about that.
0: <laughs> that I'm glad you, you mentioned that. You can buy
2: stuff, but you can't buy a new dinner party, babe.
0: I thought it was funny. It goes to what Ashley said about Jim. He was going to ditch Pam. I would have been forced you.
2: I would have too, but you I also would have been party? Jim.
0: No. Well, I mean, from your guys' perspective... If we had been at a party like that and I came up, you know, we came up with that excuse and then you weren't able to actually foil it and we left you, do we still have a relationship afterwards?
3: Absolutely not.
2: <laughs> I I cannot imagine a situation where Michael would be the one that was trying to leave before I was trying to leave.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if I did that to Mariah and she was hungry,
2: Oh my god. She would have started a
1: fist fight. I would have been, been jammed. Like, hey, no, you don't want to leave this party. It'd be like, come here. B-. Well, that's
3: fine until he realizes he can't take Pam and then he still tries to go.
2: Like, oh, I, I cannot did. fault him, though. I cannot fault him. No. Nope. It's yeah. an uncomfortable situation. True love and means you're both stuck uncomfortable together. That's what
1: it is. True, true love means you can survive these pitfalls.
2: True love means that I get <laughs>
0: Yeah, I would have left, and, and you have to do the house. I would have left him to like, well, if it's meant to be, it'll be. <laughs> <laughs> it's in God's hands now.
3: It would have been, been as clear as that neon sign. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm like mad at you right now. Thinking about it, <laughs> we have scenarios so like have you're
1: three, already in trouble. We have
0: three children together. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you try
0: it. Okay, well, we actually had to get out of the house to be put in that situation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anything else from this episode or this season before we wrap up? I think, did we or Are did like, we get enough time in on this episode? I around? feel like we hit
2: high spots. I'm sorry. You have to acknowledge that uh,
3: Michael rides with Dwight like a dog with his head out the window. Oh, know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And then he rides past uh, Dwight's date. <laughs> she's on the bench and he just leaves her with that vagrant. Yeah, that was, yeah. yep.
2: I uh, Speaking of Dwight's date, I love that interaction between her and Jim where he, she says something and he's like, I'm going to need your email. And then he says, she's like, what's an email? And you kind of see it flicker in his eyes. Goes, Never mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like it totally makes sense though, right? That she would not know what an email is. Yeah. Yeah. Her description for him is also really weird. She's like, he was a sweet baby and a passionate lover or something like that. (laughs) Like, oh. One of those things that makes me cringe for real. Oh, a thing I did think about when, uh, obviously after everything falls out, Jim and Pam go get dinner, right?
2: Yes. In the
0: episode... They don't touch their food at all. Is that because, and everyone else is eating, is that because Michael told Pam that he thought Jan was trying to poison him? Yes. I, I think so, yeah. It's a little nod to that.
2: Interesting.
0: Because if, like, everyone's eating, they're just sitting there, and they're not touching it. So I mean, think, did, um,
2: Michael eats, we see him dip his steak in, and he and Jan have a fight over that. Yeah. So he's eating something. He's yeah. not eating. Jim, Jim, and Pam. Pam. Jim and Pam. Because
1: Pam thinks that they might be poisoned.
2: I feel like it's definitely Pam that thinks she might be poisoned it would be the reason for her not eating. I also think that Jim would do it just because it's it'll be easier to get out. Like, if, if, if they're not eating, then they can make a quicker exit, which clearly doesn't work
0: out. But. Mm. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure, like, Angela and Andy are eating. It's yeah. just Jim and Pam are. And I thought maybe that was because Michael said something to Pam about being poisoned. So, yeah. makes
2: sense because she is his former lover.
0: Mm. She wouldn't know. If um, she used to clean up after his bubble bath. Uh,
2: I appreciate my final thoughts. I appreciate the cop shutting Dwight down at the end when, when, when the police get called because of the domestic dispute. And Michael's like, I'll take the fault. <laughs> He's like, You don't have to press
0: charges. Yeah, I love that Dwight, Dwight comes outside. Officers, not tonight, Dwight. <laughs> they just knew immediately, like not tonight. <laughs> like, Would she get in
1: trouble? Yes, yeah, she'd be charged. I will take the fall. <laughs>
0: you know, you can just be quiet. You don't have to. And then they go. You want to stay with one of your friends? And they turn the gyms like my apartment's on fire. Flooded. Apartment's on fire. Flooded. <laughs> 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 What a great episode. What a great season. It's nice to be back after a week off. Mike and Mariah, thanks for being on again. We will be back soon with season five, hopefully. Hopefully, this episode will not premiere during a hurricane. Are we
1: expecting one. another one? No, this is what happened with the last one. Ow. Oh, yeah. I still haven't right. listened to it because we were out of power for three days. Oh, I
0: guess you should, that's what we should have led with. You should have told us all about your uh, hurricane experience. Well, being pregnant
2: and having no air conditioning sucks. <laughs> so, Should I leave that in? Yeah. <laughs> Minus, I mean,
1: yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. By the time this airs, <coughs> anybody who follows us on Twitter, on Twitter
2: already know. knows anyway. It's just yeah. about so.
1: I
0: don't know um, how to react right now.
1: Should I be
2: excited?
1: <laughs> Mariah to cut it and out, Phyllis both almost died. Wait, what? Said so Mariah and Phyllis both almost died. Yeah. Because of the heat. Yeah. Because there are a couple of. <laughs>
2: You picked both of us. What did that say about you?
1: I love. <laughs> I thought that was clear. <laughs> I gotta spell stuff out in this household. <laughs> you
0: can probably see it easier if you uh, had a neon beer sign.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, was, uh, it was Mariah's first hurricane experience. And it was my first one as like, the head of the house. Like, I can remember going through them when I was younger. But this was the first time that I had to, like, prepare things. I was like, oh, like what do you buy? And I was like, oh, frozen food that you can throw on the grill because it'll survive. Mm. So that was interesting, just kind of figuring that stuff out. But we were really lucky. We live really close to a hospital, and so I think we kind of had priority. And so our power came on. We were probably legit in the first group of people that had power come back.
2: Yeah. Really? It was only, like, two or three days without, which – What's nice for me because it yeah. meant that I wasn't expected to work, but, um,
1: <laughs> we were only without for about 48 hours, yeah. but it was a like hot, it was miserable.
2: Hours. I had to take, I woke up, yeah, I woke up in the middle of the night and I was so overheated that I had to get in the bathtub and take like a cold bath for like 30 minutes just to lower my body temperature and be comfortable. I almost fell asleep in the bathtub Jesus. because I was finally comfortable.
0: Yeah. Jesus. Well, I'm glad y'all are okay because I'm not sure how we could have continued the uh, Round the Office series if If we were not
1: okay. (laughs) I I would appreciate that the show would not go on. (laughs) Well, two of our co-hosts died today. uh,
0: So, we're going to bring in Cody. (laughs) I would have done a memoriam episode for you guys. Would you have done a fun run? i are going to have 33 seconds of silence. I would have done that. I would have done a burr funeral type kind of thing. I would have had grief counseling. I would have gone through it all.
2: I just want to state that when my boss brought a raccoon into the office and I held it then also got scratched on the face... That tweet that I made about wanting a fun run was probably one of my most proud tweets. The only other one that I can say with certainty is I posted my mom's work bio on Twitter where she called herself a proud cat grandmother or something like that. And Ryan, you commented on it. And I forgot what you said, but I f- cried laughing. So,
0: <laughs> was that what
2: you said? Oh god, no. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Ryan's removing
1: her greatest hits.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're few and far between. <laughs>
2: not even going to pretend like
0: that's not accurate. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for being on again, guys. Thanks to everyone listening. We will be back soon with season five.
2: Look at her face. Oh, You're
0: going to have one of those
1: soon, at